Advertising your business with GCN is simple, effective, and more affordable than you might think. Visit advertise.gcnlive.com for more info. Take your business to the next level. Our Matrix server is about as free as Internet chat can be. Join the existing rooms or create your own at chat.freetalklive.com. And 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 is the phone number you can call to bring up whatever is on your mind. And social.freetalklive.com is back online. We apologize for the delay, but now you are free to resume posting to our Mastodon server at social.freetalklive.com. Mastodon is free, open source, decentralized, and federated. Multiple apps are available for iOS, Android, Windows, Mac, and Linux. Social.freetalklive.com if you're interested. With you in the studio tonight here on Free Talk Live, it's me, Bonnie. Jay. And Chris. And we were getting into this list um, made by GraniteStateMatters.org targeting the Free State Project, which is just a compliment. It just means that people in the Free State Project are making a difference. Well, and Here's what I feel they're actually trying to do. Mm-hmm. What I think these guys are actually trying to do is they are trying to create a list. Now, anybody on this list who has run for office, it is very, very simple. And I'm sure these people have all of our addresses. Everybody's mm-hmm. address, they have it. And so it's just anybody who, you know, it is really like or just... 30 seconds, maybe three minutes if you're as illiterate as me with a keyboard and the internet to finding out an address of anybody on here. And so yeah. I believe what this is to do is to trigger some uh, mentally ill, you know, uh, extremist left people to try to maybe go do some kind of violence to uh, the people on this <laughs> list. I just think that they wouldn't because they're yeah. going to assume that we all have 100 guns. Well, I mean, I said, no, no, these people are stupid. I mean, the other problem is this list is already so large. I mean, the risk of being on it is basically zero as far as like... The only thing I would say that is like risky is the fact that they put Carla Garrick on and wrote, espouses violence. That... Yeah, I mean, it's just a lie. It's a lie. And it's actually asking... That's like that's putting in some crazy leftist head. Oh, it, like if you go do violence to her, it's fine. She espouses violence. So there are nutbags out there that are looking for a reason to go do violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got the uh, mentally ill, transgender, whatever. You know, mass shooters, for example, um, or you know, you know, they, they, they identify with all that leftist radical nonsense crap, and uh, and then you have uh, you got plenty of mentally ill people. You know, just a. And, and a lot of them identify on the left. In fact, the mental illness is extremely high with uh, you know uh, uh, leftist women. Uh, it is very high. Uh, um, SSRIs. Whatever, just, just just in general. And you have a lot of young men in this country who just that they're not getting laid, uh, and they're uh, and 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 they're, are, 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 a lot of them are are identifying either 
very much to the right or very much to the left. And the example has been if you are someone who is on the left and you go do crimes that are, you know, essentially in line with the left leftist narrative, um, Kamala Harris is going to, you know, ask for you to get bailed out and is going to advocate for you to get bailed out as she did with the with the people peacefully burning and torching cities in 2020. Which is so weird uh, because she went so hard after just like any old black guy who smoked weed in California during her time as the AG. Right. It's all about the narrative. It's, it's just all about the narrative, uh, whatever it is. I mean, I remember when like uh, people that were called themselves Democrats were anti-war. I mean, you know, but there's probably people listening to me that like, really, that happened? Yeah, I don't know uh, if the Democrats were ever anti-war. Like, I mean, I, the actions of the Democrats are basically the same as the Republicans. I'm, I'm just saying the actual, like, Democrat, you know, grassroots people on the ground, not yeah. ones who are actually politicians. Uh, they, I used to, I, I knew these guys, and I used to go do these anti-war things, and it was basically a whole bunch of Bernie bros, and, you know, they and they were all registered Democrats that were anti-war, you know, 15, 20 years ago, and now, um, you know, they're very much pro-war, uh, and, and, and even some of these guys think that they're not pro-war uh, as they're, you know, demanding that Ukraine be funded with a bunch of bombs to, you know, kill other people, but since there's white people killing white people, they're probably cool with it. Uh, but anyways, the thing is, this is just part of a narrative to push a divide, and you ha- and anybody who's going to buy this crap, who, who is part of this cult, and this is a cult right here, uh, these this Granite State pro- progressives, and much right. are as most of the Democrats in the New Hampshire House are straight up legit cult members. Uh, they believe uh, th- they even are such cult members that they are like demanding that everybody be forced to take this uh, poison that they're calling the COVID. COVID-19 vaccine that is not tested and even demand that uh, uh, people like give their kids all these vaccines that are in a child vaccine, you know, whatever, you know, recommended thing. None of those are have, have the gold standard test, double placebo test. They haven't passed a test for like what would be required for FDA licensing. And so we know like the Jim Jones cult, you know, uh, a bunch of people drank Kool-Aid that they knew was poison. So you have like people who are l- literally recommending that their cult followers, you know, take these, you know, untested poisons. And and, and it's just, I mean, I could go on about this forever, but you have a, a bunch of radical, you know, unhinged nut jobs that, you know, are cry and throw fits because we're like, hey, you know, you can't chop the uh, testicles off of young boys just because, mm-hmm. you know, one of their parents convinced them that they're a girl for some reason. And, uh, and, and they, um, uh, or, and, or and at least the state the should word be liberty. Able, yeah, uh, just being a liberty yeah, uh, any of this forum stuff. speaker got Alu Axman, one of the callers on this list um I, I just pulled up like a list of what makes something a cult and i totally believe that like the leftists in new hampshire fall under this one absolute authoritarianism without accountability they are complete bumbles in everything they do and their followers are just like whatever uh yeah we listen to them because we got a vote left we got a vote left you know you know what i i think of when i think of you know and i don't know if this is as much app applicable uh more broadly here with the left but i've definitely seen in keen there is um stop for keen and that's like a hate group yeah i think by definition Mm -hmm. um and we're talking about people who have committed to actual violence against uh uh, or people in keen video footage of of of, of an emerson tow truck driver uh literally threatening to beat somebody with a pipe for videotaping him and the cop who's a 
who's a cult member, uh, along with this Emerson tow truck driver. Now, Emerson Towing is a towing company here that gets paid handsomely for, um, you know, towing cars that people didn't pay, that people got a parking ticket they didn't pay. Mm-hmm. And Keen of Ro- Robin Hood of Keen put a huge dent in their business, or they at least saw Keen of Robin, you know, Robin Hooding as a serious threat. And, and then the city goes through and spends hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayers' money to try to sue these Robin Hooders on a yep. lawsuit that went nowhere they because lost. they're all a bunch of cult members. But literally, this guy is like, got a, he, he, he's like, uh, I will beat you, he basically says at a cameraman or do something. I don't remember what it was. It was, it like, was 10 it like- years. TJ or, or like James or it was like 10, 12 years I ago. When I don't I saw even know if, it was, if any of them um, might not have even been yeah. a, a free stater or a Keniac or a, anybody who identifies with, you know, liberty and freedom. It could have been just some random dude. Yeah. But I saw the video where the guy's like, I will beat you. And he's like, why are you stealing this car? How come you're taking this car? And there's a cop right there. And the cop is just laughing as the tow truck driver threatens to beat him. And wow. I actually called uh, uh, Emerson Towing's insurance indemnification company. Nice. I actually called Emerson Towing and, and, and and they were like, the lady was a, on the phone was a real jerk. So I just contacted the Secretary of State's office. Hey, I'm looking for this uh, company, blah, blah, blah. I want their, their bond thing, this, that, and the other thing. So she gave me all the information, the lady on the phone. I called up the insurance company, and I then I sent them an email. I, and in the email, I put the link to the video. Uh, and I asked them if they are indemnifying Emerson Towing uh, against uh, for uh, their... Um, uh, employees, if they're employees, are, are you going to use violence against people? Nice. Do you insure them for that? Mm. And um, the insurance company is like, no, we <laughs> definitely don't do that. And I'm like, well, he, check this out. I hope their insurance, uh, I up? hope they had to pay more for insurance because that, that's such a great, like, a uh, free market way to do that. Like, instead of like going and calling the cops and being like, hey, cops, do well, something about this, go to their insurance. And, 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 and what got me into this is on Facebook to stop free keen. I'm like, because because I wasn't even living here at the time, and I'm like, what is wrong with these people? Why would they? Who would want to stop freedom? Oh, and if you look at one at, at their like picture, there was like a dozen people, and like nine of them either had an Emerson towing hat or an Whoa. Emerson towing hoodie on. And wow! And then I started looking at all the people who were like uh, affiliated with this uh, with their with their Facebook page, and it was like. And, and in their like work bio or whatever, you know, or companies or something, Emerson Towing's there. Wow. So if you stop, if you it very much impede on parking tickets being issued, that is going to result in less cars out there being able to be snatched up because they have parking tickets out. And that's just what they do. They These guys troll. You see their tow trucks and they got the cameras on the hood. You ever see those? Mm-hmm. They're, they're facing down at the ground and they're trolling through like the Walmart parking lot or any of these parking lots out here. You see them over at Home Depot. They're just trolling around and they're looking for a car to come up as either uh, for a, on the repo list or on the uh, towing list because they didn't pay parking tickets or have outstanding something. Um, and I, I, and I, and the reason I know about this is, uh, one of the guys I worked with, uh, as a teenager, uh, has, they have a big towing company. Now they had a big towing comp- company back then. And, uh, right about when I was in high school, they were looking at spending like, you know, fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 per truck to put this equipment on there to scan the, you know, it was like 1999, 2000 to, with these, to, to scan license plates 
And this company was like, yeah, if you, you know, your city towing, you can increase your revenue because you don't even have to run. Then they would manually, like in the old days, they would actually have a printout from the town, a paper printout. They would get faxed to them of cars. And if they wanted to go look around for license plates of cars that, um, you know, were, um, you know, on this list to be towed. And what they would do is they'd impound a car until you paid the ticket. And what was classic with the parking tickets, I don't know if it was Boston or Springfield, Mass, but there was a big lawsuit over it years ago. And uh, this towing company, you know, they were, this was one of their gigs that they would do, this towing company I worked for when I was a kid, uh, is, you know, they would get reports or whatever. And they never bought the scanners because they just didn't, that was a lot of money. Um, but uh, but the big towing companies did, the bigger ones. And they would, they would run around and they would grab a car on like a Friday or even a Thursday, and this office was open from like 9 to 2 to where you could pay your parking ticket. So like a lot of working class people just couldn't get in there to pay a parking ticket. You had to take your day off of work to pay the parking ticket. And they, and then what would happen is they would t- tow your car, and like it was really inconvenient to like go to the towing company and actually like pay for your towing. There would be all kinds of people at the towing company, but the the, the secretary in the towing company was only there for like, you know, these mother's bankers hours or something. So it was like the same thing. So you like had to take another day off of work by the time you, you know, you, you went and got this done. And then they would, you know, whack you like a hundred bucks for, for, for taking the car, charge you 35 bucks a day storage. So if your car got towed on Thursday night and you didn't get this thing squared up till Friday, well, everything's closed Saturday and Sunday and you get there Monday, they charge you for Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, and Monday for the storage of the car. And, uh, and it actually got to the point to where like a lot of people just left their cars there because the because the, the bill got so expensive and maybe the car wasn't even worth uh, dealing with. And, and it's like you could like increase your revenue doing that, but yeah, but you're a bitch for the government you live by. They but, probably have to. They tell you what to do, and you just follow their orders at that point. So Robin Hood of Keene was a serious threat to the towing companies locally, and that's where I believe Stop Free Keene came out of. And I, that makes even, a lot of sense. It's, it's interesting because I've never even heard of a car getting towed in Keene. Oh, There's sure. definitely co- tow trucks here for, for tickets over parking tickets. Nobody's Absolutely. car got towed uh, over like a parking last year. ticket. Oh, over parking ticket? I don't know, but I don't. I don't know why it was towed. They definitely tow over parking tickets. I, I, I know. Parking I know uh, his car was towed, but I don't think we understand what the circumstances of that towing were. Well, I didn't know you had... were saying it was over parking tickets. I don't know. Well, like, that's what he's Jay talking about. That they... parking tickets. But you just said you didn't know cars got towed in Keene, so I answered that over parking tickets. But you didn't say that. I yet. understand. I understand. Uh, over park, but he said uh, parking tickets. So, that's so why he's I... saying they do. I, yeah. I don't know. I didn't. I just went and fought my parking ticket, so it didn't get to a point of being. Um, you know, and there's all kinds expired. of reasons they tow tow the cars. Yeah, uh, oh, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just, but, I just, didn't, I never heard of that. Um, even though I, obviously, I'm sure they tow cars. Um, like if you park in a spot at a private lot and somebody would call them up and be like, "Hey, this guy's yep. been here and he's not allowed. He's not a customer." And it said no customer or customer only parking. Yeah, I'm sure that. Kind yeah, of like thing New happens. York City's a big thing towing cars uh, because they. Um, uh, you Not know, a parking. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. well, for the parking tickets and also uh, parking. You know, even they'll even tow them if, like, uh, from what I understand, if you if the ticket's been on the car for more than X amount of hours, yeah, like wow. in front yeah. of the meter. Wow. Um, the other thing about it is, like, it sounds like a great hypothesis for why they would hate um, free staters, and you can never figure out how they would morally feel superior. And I bet a lot of them really don't. They just don't care about. They're morals. just parasites. They're just they're just like worried about something else that we aren't privy to and that could be a great example like maybe they all actually work for 
Emerson Towing, or maybe they uh, have are related to them in some way. And uh, you're messing with their gig by fighting for freedom, whether it's um, like that exact situation or there might be something else behind the scenes going on with, like you said, with the Croydon situation, how Jody and Ian and Ian Underwood, they, well, I think it was more um, Ian and Jody was like there, but um, Ian proposed, it was actually slashing the bill or the the budget of their public schools in Croydon by 50%. I think I said 80 last time. And the town went so crazy going against them, putting this hate um, campaign against them when it just, it didn't make logical sense. Like they, they definitely still had enough money to educate the kids. And then Jay said, well, yeah, the the thing to back up and and point out though here is it sounds crazy to, to drop it in half, but what you have to understand is that they were, they were, paying twice as much in i believe taxes towards the schools um than than like what the norm is yeah exactly so it wasn't actually that crazy and that's why the people originally voted in favor of it right it logically um, so it makes actually sense. passed so you yeah. can't say like oh these people are just like they have their heart on their sleeves and they care about kids no like it logically made no sense the kids were gonna be fine except what was that you told us jay so when taxes are paid taxes are apportioned now the first thing that is serviced is pensions. Hmm. And so the if you start digging into how much pension funding is going with like respect to the schools, the numbers I have been told is like 80% of the school tax is paying just the pensions. You start looking into how many uh, people are collecting a pension from, from these school systems. Basically, you could take the number of people that are being employed in the school right now and probably multiply it times five or six, and that's how many people are collecting a pen, a pension. I don't. I think I don't know what it is in New Hampshire, right? But I know in New Jersey, um, if you if you let's see, if you basically uh, retired at the at the top of the pay scale, which you probably will if you you know go through a full teaching career, right? Um, basically, you're and this was like I don't know, maybe half a maybe a decade ago um you basically would be making and this doesn't include adjustments for inflation and such uh, such things but you'd be making about a million dollars in benefits as a result of your pension so uh i have a family member who is a um psychiatrist yeah and she worked in the uh massachusetts school system as a psychiatrist and her Towards the end of her retirement, she was grossing like 120k a year, and she in her as a retirement just like cash is gets deposited in her bank account is like eighty four thousand dollars a year right now, and and that's because she had a doctorate. So if you have a doctorate and you're working in a Massachusetts school system, you know. 10 years ago, you're 120 grand a year. And I, yeah. and it probably doesn't matter what your doctorate is in. It could be in, yep. you know, gender studies. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know about mass and it might be different from one school district to another too. But, um, I know in New Jersey, like Clinton township school districts, um, if you had basically a master's degree, the difference between a master's and a doctorate wasn't that much in terms of the pay difference, I guess, or the benefits that you receive. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's same, same kind of thing. It's, it's absolutely crazy how much these, these teachers, uh, make and they, you know, they always say, Oh, they're, they're in poverty and such, but that's not really the full picture. They're just not being paid during a period of the year in which they don't work, which is a summer 
but they also it, it, the the benefits um the pensions more than make up for it so it's 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 very uh yeah that, that's the whole big big yeah. deal is about being a teacher is the pension the pension the yeah, pension. it's it's very it's very manipulative to say teachers are you know poor or they don't get paid enough or and the same thing is true for like um uh, law enforcement and yep. such firefighters. Um, yep. yep. Um, I, well, I'm not so sure about firefighters and I think it probably depends on where, where we're talking about. Um, well, yeah. But, yeah. So, so career full-time paid firefighters are okay. different than volunteer firefighters. Right. right. And, and that's just what I wanted to, to point out because I think some of them are volunteers and especially like small towns and things like that. So I don't want to lump them all into the same, same thing. And it's probably different in New York city than it is in, you know, New Hampshire, for example. Um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but uh, the um, when I was there, I got arrested in Manchester, and the guy who arrested me, I looked up his salary, and he was making one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year. Wow. Yeah. Being absolutely, absolutely insane. The, absolutely insane. That the, is the lying social workers in 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 our uh, situation. Uh, they, uh, the one, the supervisors. Uh, she was uh, like Melissa Coombs. That no, one? her name's Colleen Subritz, the the supervisor. Hmm. Uh, but she was basically at like a hundred and almost a hundred and thirty thousand for like a, the twenty twenty or twenty twenty one with her overtime and holiday pay. Wow! And then I forget what Coombs was at. Hers was pretty up there too. With you know a lot of overtime pay and and um, yeah, you know something I also want to point out is like some people might be thinking, oh, one hundred twenty thousand dollars is nothing today. But we're also talking about five years ago, and we're also talking about New Hampshire, not New York City. You know, hmm. so the cost of living in New Hampshire is a fraction of what it is in New York City. I mean, right. a, mil- also, a million like, dollar place might go for $100,000, $150,000 here, you know? Yeah. So, and the other thing is, like, you're talking about, like, some lady that's pencil pushing and teaching others, coaching others on how to steal children, and then somebody else who's pencil pushing and pulling people over for um, driving too fast. Like, do they really deserve yeah, that much money? Crimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, the thing is, they really want to keep you know the thing going. So, for example, in Massachusetts, uh, the registry cops were really aggressive about farm plates and dealer repair plates. And so, a, a license plate for a farmer in Massachusetts, you could have one plate and you could run it on any truck you wanted, and it was like twenty bucks a year for that plate. Dealer repair plates were like repair shops could have this special plate. It was you know, like a couple hundred bucks and you can run that plate on anything, just slap it on any car and it's good. So if you were misusing that plate, the registry crop cops were super aggressive about targeting people who were running these farm plates. My dad used to run farm plates when I was a kid and the cops were always harassing us. And what we had found out from a friend who was a state trooper is that they were told that what keeps their pension afloat is, is, is you writing tickets and not allow, and not allowing people to get away with not having inspection stickers, not having, um, you know, with the misuse of license plates, because if they're misusing that plate and you take it away from them, now they have to register all their vehicles separately and pay a whole lot more money, which is going to increase your pension. Well, 603-283-6160, there's always underlying reasons why people oppose freedom and usually has to do with money. 603-283-6160, you can call in with whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. More coming up. Wellness and self-care doesn't have to be complicated. 
So keep it simple and take good care of yourself with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Our heating pads soothe pains in the neck, back, and shoulders while relaxing muscles and increasing blood circulation. Sunny Bay Heating Pads have always been made in the USA and hand-filled to perfection with the highest quality materials. Sunny Bay Heating Pads are the perfect wellness gift for loved ones or yourself. See all of our high-quality products at sunny-bay.com, including heated body pads, neck pillows, heated neck and body wraps, and our stress-reducing lavender line. They're all affordable, durable, and in stock now and ready for immediate shipping direct from sunny-bay.com. Read our trusted, authentic, and real reviews at sunny-bay.com or just search for Sunny Bay Heating Pad. To your good health and wellness from Sunny Bay. News. I'm Tim Berg. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate will vote next week on the National Security Supplemental Bill, which includes a bipartisan deal on border and immigration restrictions. Schumer saying the text of the agreement will be made public as soon as Friday or as late as Sunday, and that he plans to set up a vote on the legislation next week. President Biden is honoring the U.S. troops who were injured and lost their lives in an Iran-backed drone strike earlier this week. Three service members were killed while stationed at a U.S. military outpost in Jordan, and over 30 were injured. The president speaking at the yearly national prayer breakfast on Capitol Hill. Jill and I will be at Dover Air Force Base to receive the dignified transfer of their bodies. They've raised their lives in harm's way. They risked it all and will never forget the sacrifices and service to our country. This is USA News. Have you heard the warning from the dead doctors don't lie guy? I'm talking about Dr. Joel Wallach. He says if you have a four-inch medical chart, if you take prescription drugs for high cholesterol or high blood pressure, arthritis, joint pains, or other health issues, the medical profession is failing you. They're using you for an ATM machine. That's what he says. He has a free lecture revealing what pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know. There's been groundbreaking research and discoveries on how to effectively treat or eliminate over 900 different diseases naturally. And it's all in this free lecture called Deadly Recipe. You want it free? Call them toll-free at 855-79-YOUNG. You ready? 855-79-YOUNG. Dr. Joel Wallach, the dead doctors don't lie guy, says there's no reason why we shouldn't live to be at least 100 and have a great time getting there. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit Extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendivite. 
we still do email. Drop your email address in the entry box at freetalklive.com and you'll be kept in the loop with Free Talk Live. that you can control and 603-283-6160 is the phone number here that's 603-283-6160 and with you in the studio tonight you've got me bonnie jay and chris so uh coming up here uh from february 11th to february 16th is anarchopolco which is a the largest international freedom festival from what i understand and uh, so it's going to be a gathering of a bunch of people in Acapulco, Mexico. They're going to be uh, pr- presenting uh, talks and lectures and workshops about freedom. Uh, and also, if you're not able to make it, uh, I wasn't aware of this till the other day, but you can uh, go to anarchopoco.com and uh, at tickets, you can uh, buy a ticket for a essentially um, a, a virtual pass. So the whole thing will be streamed uh, live, all, all of the uh, presentations. Um, I don't know about the workshops, but definitely all the presentations will be streamed live. And you will have uh, unlimited access to those uh, streams. And you can watch them over and over again. Uh, I don't know what the cost of it is. But if you do buy it, be sure to put coupon code J, that's J-A-Y, in so you can get a 10% discount. And uh, I hope to see you guys there. I'm looking forward to it. There's a a bunch of people going. Looks like it's going to be a good time. Thank you, Jay. It sounds like it's going to be a good time. I've never been, but everybody I know who's been says that it is a good time, especially if you're an anarchist. So in the last uh, couple segments, we were talking about this anti-democracy extremist list. And I did want to go over the fact that Aria and Ian are on it and why they're on it. It it shows that their town of residence, Keene, and it says Aria de Mezzo, um, Liberty Alliance is her affiliation, they wrote. Rating um, endorsed by the Liberty Alliance. And then the reason, the verification for why she's on here pled guilty to unlicensed money transaction oh business. God. They're so dumb. Transaction business, a money transaction business um, on September 12, 2022. And then... Yeah. How does that make you anti-democracy? Extremist. And besides, she ran as the <laughs> sheriff. She ran as a sheriff. And like, that's democracy, right? So stupid. Yeah. <laughs> she did expose how dumb democracy is by showing that Republicans will vote for the person with an R next to their name and not even do any research to find out that it's a um, redheaded, satanic, anarchist tranny. Yep. And then they get really mad that they voted for her. Tim Pool brings that <laughs> up quite a bit about uh, voting. Nice. <laughs> and she's she's and this is more of like my why we should just have libertarians infiltrating the Democrat vote mm-hmm. uh, in you know heavily Democrat uh, uh, cities. Another thing that would do is it would make the Democrats spend a whole lot more money. Yeah. Uh, a whole lot more. Uh, and, 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 and time and, you, and obsession. And all, and all you got to spend is two dollars, and they got to spend like tons more, which is another good tactic. <laughs> And for Ian, they wrote, um, office saw it in H Senate, which was a long time ago, but he did, 
affiliation it's kind of hilarious they wrote fsp so the free state project free state project which has uh de-endorsed him or yeah they never said uninvited him yeah uninvited and then then invited them again i I find it humorous how they never apologize they they love like the left loves to you know play both sides well he's part of the fsp and then they and other times when it's convenient well the fsp is you know disendorsed him and right it's like, that's a good point it's like oh my god <laughs> they wrote um other verification they wrote fsp watch id'd i guess they have a something called the fsp watch convicted of money laundering and fraud he was not convicted of uh fraud endorsed by we the people which is i think he wasn't even convicted of money laundering. He was well because that was thrown out. Was thrown he out. was convicted You're of right. Uh, right. a conspiracy, which is just means thinking about. And yeah. they didn't actually have any evidence that he was thinking about laundering money. It, but anyway, it's it's ridiculous. There are other people on this list that the listeners would probably recognize. Here's Jeremy Kaufman. They wrote a Free State board member who claimed democracy is a soft form of communism <laughs> that exactly is i call it the footsteps <laughs> of you know uh, to communism so f- first thing you get democracy and then you have all of the parasites vote themselves a raise and then you, now mm-hmm. you're living in socialism and then socialism starts to fail so they got to push harder so now you just you, you you go right into communism because you know uh, that's just basically the way it works and then it all collapses and falls apart and you start all over again and I think that's just hilarious, and I'm glad they put that quote in there. They also have Carla Garrick on here. I just freaking lost her. Okay, there, there she is. Oh, wait, I lost it again. Um, it says, Liberty Alliance, NHLA. It says she's the head of a Mises caucus, which I've actually heard there's no Mises caucus in New Hampshire, but whatever. Um, FSP board member, which, I mean, she's like the president. Like, these people are so bad at um, researching. They're terrible. And then they wrote revolutionary espousing violence that huh? is terrible. that must be referencing the nh exit stuff but there's no violence right, stuff right. that it's literally peaceful in the, in all of these amendments right that are being promoted it literally has the word peaceful declaration of peaceful independence and nowhere does it declare war if if and even if a war was declared, it wouldn't be by New Hampshire. It would make absolutely no sense for New Hampshire to declare war. New well, Hampshire is this tiny, itty-bitty state. It's 1.3, 1.4 million people. The United States is 330 million people. There is no chance that a violent revolution would work in New Hampshire. It, well, it, it's like, so if you have a woman who's being battered by her husband... And then the woman files for divorce, uh, then that then that's going to result in more violence. And the woman knows that she's going to get beat if she files for divorce. So therefore, she's being violent. It's basically the equivalent that uh, you know these guys are making by stating that Carla is calling for violence. Carla goes and testifies. I've seen her testify at least twice for independence related bills, and I've seen her speak at Liberty Forum about. NHX about um, New Hampshire seceding. She makes a point every single time to say, and we are not the ones who want to be violent. We want to do this peacefully. We are asking for this to, to be done in a way that will be peaceful. We're she using makes the it democratic so process to, to, to ask for independence. And that's another thing she always <laughs> brings up. She always says, like, if you've ever said anything like, oh, I believe in democracy, if you're a leftist, you need to vote for this because you need to let the people vote on this constitutional amendment. 
Right. It's not, it wouldn't, it, the, with the constitutional amendments, the people get to vote on them. So by a, and, and the way you put out a uh, constitutional amendment in New Hampshire is you get your, you have to get your reps. You can't just get signatures. You have to get your reps to propose that. And then the legislature gets to vote. And if the veg- the legislator votes yes for your amendment, your constitutional amendment, it doesn't become a constitutional amendment. It goes to the people for a vote. So it's just it's all ridiculous i don't really see anyone just really quickly covering oh reed coverdale he used to be um um a host of this show they have him on here for nh libertarian party committee member and also fsp twitter just tweeting from the fsp's website Uh, um he used to be a host of this show as well but they it's surprising they don't have a lot of people on there that they uh it seems that they kind of should have oh here's leah cushman um jay knows her she is a nh liberty alliance a plus state uh, rated state rep um but i also found on granite state matters website an article that was written just yesterday and it's written by jean is i think how you say that if not jean g-e-a-n-n-e a Deitch, which is D-I-E-T-S-H. Um, so she wrote this, and she re- it says, Extremists are taking over New Hampshire. It says, while you weren't looking, groups called the Free State Project and the Liberty Alliance... It's not even just called that, but okay. These people are sloppy. These people are lazy. Oh, very. They, they once put a picture of Bob up. Um, I think it was when he went, it might have been the mayor, uh, some sort of mayoral picture, and they put that up as Rich Paul when wow. they were condemning Rich Paul for like the uh, the whole crypto thing. It was like, you don't even have the right wow. picture here. It, yeah, it was pretty funny. That's of of pretty course funny. They're, they're lazy because these are the kind of people that, that, that do this stuff that are career parasites generally. They're the kind of people who want guns pointed at the productive so they don't have to do anything so they can be taken care of. I'll bet you whoever's involved with this is probably uh, a... A beneficiary of some government, you know, type pension fund, and I can tell you right now, if the free state, the model of the free state project is to reduce government to its maximum authority, is that it can only protect life, liberty, and property, and if that's the only purpose of government, all of these pension funds would fail right now. Yeah, but all these people will be out of a pencil pushing job. Well, you, Good, you yes, know, that you know, too. You know what's interesting too is like people say, well, don't you? Don't you want your your uh, your you know these these well what they would probably say are stupid people to be educated and you know it's 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 not that we don't want people to get an education or to learn something right it's that they're not learning something is part of the problem right yeah the it's, public school systems aren't meant for learning they're meant for indoctrination right it's it's just another indoctrination program but the teachers wouldn't be or people who wanted to get into teaching or people who were teachers wouldn't necessarily be out of a job anyway because it's not like uh you know if the state stopped funding education that nobody would want to educate their kids they would just be receiving uh, or keeping more of their own money and paying for it themselves, as opposed to having this increased cost. Because you know, every time the government gets involved, the costs go up because there's a certain amount of um, uh, waste involved in the, the processes that you know do things like fund schools. So, 
Yeah, so like the Croydon bill there, uh, what I forgot to mention is <laughs> the, the the reality of cutting any school budget in New Hampshire by 50% would, would leave $0 for the school. So you wouldn't be able to buy a single pencil. You wouldn't be able to buy any chalk. You wouldn't and be able is that because it costs more than that amount of money to educate children? Or is it because they made it to where... You have to pay the pensions first. Yes, the first thing that is serviced is the pensions. Mm -hmm. And from what I can tell, and please, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe Skeeter has the answer for this. He'll call in, you know, in a month or so, (laughs) and he'll tell me all about it. And he'll say you're a liar. uh, Like 80% of the money that is paid for the school, uh, you know, paid that goes to the schools just goes to to the budgets. So this is why they're constantly complaining about how the services are terrible, the roads are terrible, the infrastructure is terrible, um, the, you know, there's not enough money for the teachers. And yeah, I mean, these teachers are making like somebody was going to go be a teacher. They were telling me and they're going to get like $18 an hour. And you know, they got, you know, this $400 a month student loan and it's going to cost them $2,000 a month for an apartment or something. They're like, I I can't, you know, I make more money, you know, serving sushi or whatever. And, but the thing is, is, uh, this pension, this unfunded liabilities, go to the national debt clock.com and, and just look at unfunded liabilities. What that is, it's like $375 trillion or something stupid. And that's just for federal employees. That's not any state or anything else, but th- th- this is th- the pensions are a scam and they're, it's all going to collapse. You, you know, what else is an interesting, uh, interesting statistic is if you look at the, what teachers were making in the 1960s and compare it to today, uh, and if you take inflation into account, they're making 20 times what they were in the 1960s. Yeah, well, in the 1960s, uh, you know, a, a, a teacher's job was quite literally for an empty nest mom that was just looking for something to do, really. Yeah. And not it wasn't really supposed to be this career thing. I make my whole career out of it. Hmm. And, and also in the 1960s, you know, 1950s, it was really easy for a, a dad to go to work like 40 hours a week, uh, pay for the house, pay for all the food, pay for the car, pay for a couple of vacations, have a nice life, you know, raise six, seven, eight, nine, whatever kids. And mom could stay home, be a stay at home mom. And then it got to the point to where mom wanted something to do because she was bored and she'd been raising kids and the kids are gone. Well, that all changed with, you know, the whole feminine feminism movement, putting the, putting the women in the workplace. And inflation uh, is just not like and dro- drove the price of uh, impl- drove wages way down because now men had to compete with women. And then they put the kids in the public schools. And then with these public schools, have been brainwashing and indoctrinating these kids. Um, you know, Malcolm X, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, only a fool would let his kid be educated by his enemies. And anytime uh, these Republican guys, like, you know, that I know of are conservatives or so-called libertarians are like, oh, yeah, my kid came home from school because of this, this, and this. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why would yeah. you let your kid go to school? You know, it's, I can't imagine that either. Like, if I had kids, there, there'd be no way I'd put them in government school. You hate yeah. your children if you're sending them to, to a government, uh, to, to public school, yeah. is really the bottom line. I, I understand sending your kids to something like a, a private school that you agree with what they're teaching and everything. I And um, that might be like a sweet spot. Like, you know, they have like lots of things to, you know, do and or, you know, maybe you have to work. But I don't 
understand sending your kids to public school is just like the place where they're most likely to encounter violence and bullying in their life. And get shot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a terrible thing to do to your kids. I don't understand why anyone would get do it. Get exposed to drugs, get yeah. prescribed uh, SSRI drugs by the, you know, the school psychiatrist who, you know, has some kind of incentive to, uh, you know, prescribe these things and push these things. I mean, to- I'm a pretty good kid i was a pretty good kid is what i meant to say but like for a while like the main reason i wanted to go to school was to like buy percocet and adderall and like do all these drugs I was like i love drugs like and i didn't go to That's school funny. in the ghetto um and the more kids that you have that are on like the uh, government approved you know head meds you know these ssris that they're putting the kids on uh if you guys start looking into this uh social security administration title four program uh, so Title Four A and E is where like uh, DCYF, you know, Child Protective Services gets money. But there's also federal money for school districts for kids that are, you know, put in this classification where they need medicine, where they need meds while in school. And if they're put on like psychological meds and, and also if they're like now special needs and, the, and and these school districts all love that money. So they have an incentive to essentially be doping up your kids. And, you know, when you, you know, these SSRIs, for example, uh, they are extremely dangerous and they uh, and, you know, it's just like when it comes to these kids doing crazy stuff like showing up to places or people in general, it's they've been on those drugs. Uh, with, you know, with the mass shootings and things like that, they've been on those drugs. And when you come off those drugs, you are not right. I'm really on like a kick of serotonin is really bad right now. If you read Ray Pete's. His name is Ray, and his last name is Pete, P-E-A-T. Um, article that he wrote about serotonin being a filter for the brain. Basically, when you take LSD, LSD kicks out the serotonin and your brain becomes unfiltered. You see the things that you would normally see that your brain is all day filtering out. And it makes you, serotonin, makes you more of a person who's likely to accept tyranny, likely to go become violent because you just like you don't care. Um, I think serotonin is a really bad thing. And Are it, you saying like synthetic serotonin? No, or? like being serotonin dominant in your brain in general. Like, uh, yeah, the synthetic serotonin. Well, I don't know if it's synthetic. It's just that it is a reuptake inhibitor. So your brain doesn't like flush it out. Your brain just keeps a lot of it in there oh, all right, yeah. when you're on SSRIs. Um, so anytime, but you cannot be on our SSRIs and still have too much serotonin in your um, gut and brain. And it makes you more likely to be just a passive person. And more likely to accept statism, I, I think, and be, and I think it's more of what causes like the soy boy thing we see than even soy. But sounds like fluoride might have a component in this too, and you know that 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 makes you docile and you know less likely to yeah. And, and more it's compliant. another filter type uh, thing in your brain. It's a thing that acts like a filter in your brain for reality. Um, so. This lady wrote this article saying extremists are taking over New Hampshire. I love how the picture is the classic picture of a whole bunch of government um, funded, you know, the, I, I, I would probably, say those are the feds right there. Yeah. All those guys in that picture. Covering their faces and holding, I don't know what kind of gun that is and wearing body armor, trying to look scary. They're they're wearing a don't or they're holding a don't tread on me shirt. And those are not Liberty Alliance or NH or, or um Free State Project people, like, I don't recognize any of them. Yeah, those are agent provocateurs. Yep. Um, either ones that are direct agent provocateurs that are actual, like, probably FBI agents or conf- I, confidential agents, or they're just idiots um, just trying to be, you know, influenced to be like that somehow. Yeah. 
I'm curious if you did a reverse search on the image, if you would come up with some sort of KKK site. If I have time, As opposed to like a libertarian site. Who, I had a story up about, uh, you know, those people who went and did a Nazi salute outside of a drag show in Concord like a year ago? Well, they're getting charged um, with something. It's kind of a messed up that they're getting charged for anything. All they did was um, do a Nazi salute outside of a place where there was going to be a drag queen story hour. Like, they so why would that be a crime? What, it, what it crime shouldn't would they be committed? a crime at all. But that's what these people look like. I feel like those are the same people. Those are not uh, free skaters. Um, and I would love to do like reverse search, but I just can't do that quickly. But it's just also like these people are so lazy. Like they don't have any kind of like caption on it. They don't have any kind of like uh, text that pops up when you leave your hand on the picture. It, it's mm-hmm. like this one guy's wearing a gas mask. It's so stupid. Right. And there's at least three people uh, or two people in that picture that could be totally identified. Hmm. And they could be like, oh, this guy is so and so, you know, because uh, yep. their face isn't covered. Right. And, you know, um, it is in New Hampshire because it's in front of the state house. Well, I mean, that could be photo. Photoshop too, but hmm. yeah, but but yeah, there's definitely Asian provocateurs showing up, looking to do stuff, you know, um, looking to you know make things look bad. And the best way to uh, try to n- notice if there was Asian provocateurs is pay attention to boots, the boots <laughs> that they're wearing. Usually, do they like, look really clean. Or? Well, usually there's like a special type. If a bunch of these guys are wearing the same exact footwear, mm-hmm. it is quite likely they're you know, they're government military issued. Yeah, you know what's you know, what kind of stands out to me is the all of the military fatigue. I, I haven't really seen that. I've seen people like I've seen a lot of yeah, you would think a lot of guns, but not with military fatigues. Like yeah, that. they wouldn't be interested yeah, in that. That seems that def- definitely seems right. to suggest it's probably more of a right wing Republican militia kind of right. Kind of racism. I don't know any free that like yeah. the military. Yeah, I mean, free staters are definitely not, you know, pro military. They're not going to be, you know, running around in fatigue. They're way and, more anti war than the right, leftist right. who wrote this. Right. It's, she, this is what I'm saying. Like these, these, um, these, these left wing, you know, Democrats don't understand what what a libertarian is right, right. like it kind of stands out as this is really bizarre if this, these are liberty if they're saying they're if these people were claiming to be libertarian they would really stand out in our in our crowd yeah and they'd be ostracized um, probably i mean i don't know if they'd be ostracized Definitely the but, nazi salute ones well oh sure but no, they never claimed to be libertarian no, no they didn't um i don't think we've had i think cantwell is probably the only one that went well Maybe there's been another person. He but, denounced um, libertarianism whenever right, he became but, a Nazi. But he wasn't. He said he was a libertarian, and then he wasn't a libertarian anymore, mm-hmm. and he endorsed violence. But that wasn't. That's not. That's like that's super rare. Yeah, and one it's out not, of how many? I don't thousands. know how many of those people who have done that have been, as you say, provocateurs or something of that nature. Um, I know there's been some other provocateur types um, that didn't go in that direction, um, but they clearly were here for maybe a year, kind of got involved in everything they could, kind of spied on us. Um, that sort of thing, and then try to create fight infighting in between, you know, different people by, you know, lying to different people saying, oh, did you hear what so-and-so said about you? Wow. And they didn't, but that's the kind of thing that they do in order to try and create conflict and, and, and cause people to leave, you know, leave uh, the group or leave New Hampshire. Um, so Several times I've obser- observed uh, somebody... Um, well, not maybe not directly observed it, but somebody made a a statement that they that 
they uttered it. It was a fact about somebody doing violence to somebody else or like, mm-hmm. you know, somebody, you know, beating their spouse or something. Mm-hmm. And then um, and, and I've just seen this multiple times, you know, oh, so and so said this slur word or so and so hates, you know, whatever. It said this about you. I, I can remember this in high school going on. Uh, I was in a truck pulling club and there was like the click of people in the truck pulling club that were like a little that wanted to get rid of somebody. So they would create a rumor. Wow. But. With a lot of these like clubs, for example, the truck pulling club and like the the free state movement and like even people who just come to pork fest, uh, the people who have generally like said like these lies, like put these things out there to try to like discredit somebody or get somebody kicked out or make life miserable for somebody usually end up getting found out about and sort of just going away or quietly disappearing or like and nobody hears from them anymore. And, and I've just... That's just happened like every couple of years. I've noticed like something really like that happen. Like fed behavior. Yeah, it, do, it does. It, yes. I mean, there's definitely there's definitely a bit of fed behavior uh, in New Hampshire because they they don't like us. An- another way to identify a fed is generally it goes like this. Is is my observation when a fed first comes around, they're the first one to help. They are the superstar volunteer. They're bringing everybody donuts. They're bringing mm. everybody a box of Joe. They're really helping. They're I was really just saying useful. to my friend yesterday. I was like, I'm always suspicious of these types of people who are like. I'm getting myself out there. I I don't know. I just like I my, something about my personality is really anti this like female extremely over socializing, getting yep. myself out there personality, you know, and that might just be a me thing. But you know what else I've noticed? At least about one person that was probably a fed. Um, he got angry when we wouldn't we weren't doing stuff that was like violent because their huh. expectation oh, yeah. is that we're violent when we're not. Well, just this last little sentence here. She said that the the utopia that the Free State Project wants to do demands the abolition of public schools, social security, the post office, the environmental protection agency. Yay, that all sounds awesome. (laughs) This has been Free Talk Live. You can check out more at freetalklive.com. Thanks for listening. Peace. As Dr. Wallach says, we all have nutrient deficiencies in our diets and must supplement with 90 essential nutrients in proper balances. At no cost or obligation, Get a personal certified holistic health coach to help you develop a supplement program based on Dr. Wallach's recommendations. Call Linda at 833-VITAL-90. That number to call is 833-848-2590. That's 833-VITAL-90. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who help people that have been injured or wrong. If you've been involved in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident, or injured at work, you have rights, and you may be entitled to money for your suffering. Don't accept an offer you get from an insurance company until you talk to a lawyer. And we represent some of the best personal injury lawyers you can find. Tough lawyers that will fight to win your case. And they're so good, they stake their reputation. 
reputation on it by only getting paid if you win. So if you've been in a serious car, truck, or motorcycle accident or hurt on the job, find out today for free what kind of compensation you may be entitled to. Call the legal helpline right now. 800-509-4492. That's 800-509-4492. 